This is Indie Business Podcast, Season 2, Episode 12, Women, Wealth, and Wow. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. My goal is to help makers and handmade entrepreneurs build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I will introduce you to Nines Faliafine of Pono Media in Hawaii. Through her business, Nines helps entrepreneurs develop virtual solutions for real life results. Some might say she's a social media consultant, but really she's so much more than that. Nines is a professional learner of people. She is constantly studying human behavior so she can offer the best value, not just for her customers and clients, but also really for everyone who crosses her path. You'll enjoy hearing about how I met Neens, and actually, I should say, how I've never really met Neens. It's kind of an interesting story. In this episode, Neens opens up to share her spiritual approach to entrepreneurship, and this was actually quite a surprise, as you may hear when you listen to this episode. Uh, We were not expecting to go in this direction, or I guess I should say I was not. Maybe Neens was, I'm not sure, but I really did not know that we would be going down this road, and I sort of was happy to let the conversation flow organically and naturally in that direction because Neens really has so much interesting information to share about how to approach entrepreneurship from a spiritual perspective. The insights she really conveyed in this episode apply to everyone who seeks to use the internet to communicate with people in a way that conveys our true and heartfelt desire to serve them with a quality product or service. I think you'll really be captivated by some of the things that Neens shares And also you'll find some nuggets that you can use to improve your communication so that you can attract more people and be able to deliver what you offer in a whole new way. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 25. I'll be right back with Nines Faliafine. Nines Faliafine, where exactly are you today in the great state of Hawaii? So I'm at my home and in my yard, I can overlook uh, Pearl Harbor. So from my backyard, uh, which is pretty big and the dogs are running around, um, I can see Arizona Memorial. I can pretty much see the uh, southwest coast um, of the island. And today, uh, once again, we're having another beautiful day, uh, sunny blue skies, you know, uh, light trade winds, you know, um, that's my everyday office. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, now that everyone's really super jealous. (laughs) I love the sound of that. And I hope to visit Hawaii one day soon. But in the meantime, I will be happy to talk with you and bring your amazing business and all the wonderful things that you do to help people to life for our listeners today. Tell us a little bit about how Pono Life started Pono Media. So um, it, it all started by accident. Um, I was uh, forever working for my father. He has a property management company uh, that focuses on uh, low-income, affordable um, 
housing here in Hawaii. And when I first started, I was 15 years old. And the neighborhood that we grew up in was um, a, a middle to upper class kind of neighborhood. Um, we were probably the first uh, Samoan family uh, in that neighborhood. And so we grew up with a lot of uh, Japanese. And so my sisters and I thought uh, we were uh, Japanese at the time. <laughs> um, and when we were 15, uh, my dad had each of us, my sisters as well as my brother, uh, who was the uh, youngest in our family, he had us work at his office at one of the properties. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the toughest properties there um, mm. in uh, in Hawaii. And he wanted us to just kind of see the other side of life, um, how your choices can lead you to different paths, and just, I guess, give us a reality check. And what he didn't realize is that we would all work there and then love it. Um, we were comfortable with the people, um, the stories that these people had, um, you know, caused me to to cry some days, you know, uh, because I thought it was only on TV. Like, I, I lived such a sheltered life mm. uh, that when I learned of these stories, these real-life stories, what people were happening, I knew that these are my people and I belonged here. And what he taught us was if we can build a relationship with the people, then perhaps um, – we could help them and connect them with nonprofit partnerships to help find solutions for them, mm-hmm. help find solutions for, for us, right? And we could work together. And so I was happy doing that. Um, I felt uh, that I was contributing to moving our family forward, moving Hawaii forward. And in 2005-06 time, um, I read an article in our local newspaper, and two gentlemen were sharing how they um, – were live streaming their lives from their Sprint phones. Mm-hmm. And I and I found that fascinating because all they were streaming was their commute from their home <laughs> to their downtown office, right? Yet people watched. And mm-hmm. I wasn't really big, I wasn't really interested in the internet at the time. Um, I was very, um, uh, very closed off to opening up any part of my life on the internet because it stays there, right? Mm-hmm. And... Except these two gentlemen, it just it just fascinated me, like their story of what they're streaming. And then it fascinated me more that people were interested in watching them drive. Like there was no conversation going on, no um, anything, just driving in the traffic. And so I started researching them online and then they joined this uh, new um, social network, if you will, um, a site called Twitter. Ah. And so I... I did too. I joined too. And, you know, Twitter was more confusing when it first came out than it is today. Right. I explained to people, it's like, it was more confusing <laughs> back then um, because there were no tools, right. There were no really tools to search for a name or by email or, you know, um, hashtags weren't even implemented into um, the, um, the system. And so, and, and because what they wanted you to do was invite your friends, right. To come and join. Mm-hmm. That's how you got followers. Cause you actually showed people, to come and join this new uh, network that I'm a part of. And so I found the two gentlemen on um, Twitter and I went to their followers and I followed everybody that either stated they were from Hawaii in their bio or <laughs> sounded like they were from Hawaii. And and one gentleman was Guy Kawasaki. Uh-huh. And I thought, I thought Kawasaki, he's Japanese. He must be from Hawaii, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> of so course. I followed him, uh-huh. right? And in the, in the next 90 days or so, tweeting back and forth, um, Guy had said he would be speaking here in Honolulu um, at the STEM conference. Uh-huh. 
and I thought, what a great opportunity for me to meet one of my Twitter friends. Um, I was excited. Uh, yeah. It would have been the first time I'm meeting someone uh, that I connected with online uh-huh. in, in person. And when I went to his speech, he talked about the art of the start. He talked about making meaning, you know, what is your mantra? And all from the entrepreneur perspective, except for me, I took it like, what am I doing, right? What am I really doing and what am I called to purpose here uh, in my life? And I knew I had to do something different. Mm. Um, I just I just didn't know what. I knew that what I was doing wasn't as fulfilling as what I was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. in, uh, in my life. And um, I said hello to him, took a, took a quick picture, and then I saw this long line of community leaders from Hawaii waiting to say hello uh-huh. to him, waiting <laughs> to have a moment. And when I walked away, I thought, man, my Twitter friend is so popular. <laughs> <laughs> That is I didn't know so who funny. Uh-huh. I, I love it. Yes, and so when when I left, uh, maybe a week or two later, you know, he uh, direct messages me on on Twitter, and he asks, you know, may I call you? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, my uh, my immediate reaction was no. Right. Right. I, right. I don't know. We're not that close. I'm not going <laughs> to give you my number on the internet. Right. <laughs> right. Because I, I, I was so, you know, I was just kind of wading into the waters. And um, basically what happened was I was convinced that I should I should give him a call. Uh-huh. And uh, he did call me. He offered me to come and um, write for him at trumors.com, the website that he first started. Mm-hmm. And um, he then became, he changed my life. Mm. He taught me about... Um, you know, uh, everything, the internet and marketing in the internet. And what he came back to was build relationships needs. It comes back to building relationships, just using your phone, your laptop, um, you know, whatever device that you have, it becomes about building relationships and building that trust in hopes that you can provide value to whomever's on the other end, which is exactly the same thing. You know, my dad had taught me, mm-hmm. um, working in, uh, working with, um, families that, um, we're, we're at a disadvantage, uh, whether by choice or circumstance. Um, yet once we built the relationship and there was trust, uh, then we could bridge into getting them value through nonprofits who would have the solution for them or, or be able to provide services to them. And so through Guy, you know, I learned the technical sides, um, of the internet and infrastructure, except he continuously, uh, impressed upon me to continue to build relationships, to build relationships with people. And I, and that's how we got connected, um, Donna. It was um, just through kind of finding people and their content and that I found valuable to myself. And mm-hmm. yes, I'd like to follow that person and I'd like to uh, learn more about that person. And um, here we are today because I think we've been connected online for years now. We have, and I've never spoken with you. And, you know, I, I love that you shared that story. Thank you so much for going into into a little bit of detail, because what it does is provides a beautiful picture of the, uh, the online life integrating with the real life and how they really are one in the same, just, just different segments. And isn't it amazing that back in 2005, as you said, you saw them as totally separate, and now they're so combined. Yes. And so eventually, after everything that I've learned uh, 
working with Guy Kawasaki. Um, I left my my father's company, and my my parents were were a bit concerned because you know they were like, <laughs> how, "What about the kids? And how are you going to you know right. uh, how are you going to live right?" Um, and they didn't get that uh, there was there's this other virtual world um, uh, beyond the screen. Uh, that you can actually build relationships in order to mm-hmm. gain clients. And that's how, you know, Pono Media started. Pono in Hawaiian, um, it really means um, excellence. Um, it means um, uh, righteousness, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, it's just do- doing the right thing, right? And mm-hmm. and when I was naming my company, I, I, really, I really wanted to do what is right. And then, of course, it's a digital media marketing company. And, um, you know, my parents were very nervous. Um, about what was going to happen when I when I left my dad's company, um, and I, I told them I don't really know. Just yeah. just support me and trust me and love me. Yeah. And uh, you know if it if it doesn't work out, let me come back. Right. You know. <laughs> Hire me again. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it's been since uh, 2008. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and um, you know, just the other day, uh, I got a text message from my my dad, and he just said, um, "I'm just so proud to be your dad." And I love you. Oh. You know, that's all he said. And he very rarely texts, you know, and, uh-huh. um, or or even, you know, yeah. like I, 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 it was just so unexpected and mm-hmm. uh, so random and then yet perfect timing. Yes. You know? And uh, and even from my mom, my mom is uh, I see her. I talk to her almost every day. And so she knows the ups and downs of uh, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. Right. Um, and, and yet uh, they both remain just absolutely supportive even though they don't understand, right, what's going on in the internet and all the right. social stuff, right? <laughs> right. They're just like all they all they know is that the kids are happy, right? Yeah. The grandkids are happy right. and healthy, and that's that's what matters. Yes, yes, and and you know, um, hearkening back a little bit to when we did first meet, just a dovetail about what you just said. I was reaching out to one of Guy's news services, the alltop.com website. Yes. I wanted my blog to be fed through there. And I was determined. I had no idea what I was doing at the time. But I was determined. I couldn't figure it out. And I had a million questions. And the uh, the contact form went to someone named Neens. And I was like, well, that yes. is just an interesting name. But <clears throat> what I want to share is, you talked about wanting to do the right thing and be, and being trained by building by guy about building relationships and how important they are. And here we are. That, that was a long time ago. I think that was 2009, maybe 2010. What I, what impressed me yes. about you and why I'm so excited to share you with other people so they can learn from you is you answered every single one of my <laughs> questions and I had many. And then like a year later, my feed wasn't working or I thought it wasn't working and I emailed you again and and you were kind and patient with me even though I was 100% clueless. And <laughs> that has never left me, means. It's, and, and, and that is the type of relationship that you're describing you don't you're not gonna you didn't know you were gonna get ever get anything out of me I may not ever have been able to help you back and I realized it was your I guess it was your job to work with guy at the time but you went the extra mile for me and you didn't make me feel like I was um less than important because I was a blogger who really didn't know what they were doing and and so I just want to share that 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 is what 
when people talk about developing relationships online and oh my goodness, I can't figure out, you, you do it without really knowing what the future is going to hold. And that's the beauty of it because there's always something wonderful that can develop when you reach out to another person to be helpful or enhance their life with the products or services that you offer. Right. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, a universal law, I guess, that givers gain, right? Givers mm. gain. And um, I truly believe in that and that the more that I give, um, the universe will come around and, um, and bless me, bless my family, bless my children. Somehow um, life works that way. Right. So just, so just give as if, um, um, as if you've known this person for a long time, as if it's, if it's my mom that I'm giving to uh, my children, right? So give to the person as if you've known them their whole life and you've loved them their whole life. Um, and, you know, I'd like to say for the most part, that's how I operate. I know that um, I do have bad days as well. Um, I will circle back though. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I realize that I could have, I could have, I could have handled that better. Mm. I could have been a, been a better person. I will circle back mm-hmm. and own it, you know, um, simply because, Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned the value um, of relationships, and mm-hmm. and not and not because um, and not because it's it's about you know being an entrepreneur or anything like that. It's just because on the other end of this screen is another human being, right? Is another human being? It's another person, uh, another living being, and and I I need to acknowledge that, you know, and, and, and you be do and, and aware. Yes. And I I guess I I lucked out every single time I must have caught you on a good day because (laughs) it it was not infrequent um, for a stretch there when I contacted you. So so for people who are listening to what you're describing, how do you suggest that entrepreneurs and small business owners proactively translate that attitude into the kind of relationship that results in loyal customers? So, um, when I first started out, uh, I'll be very honest, right? It was all about uh, making money, right? Um, I live in Hawaii where milk is $10 a gallon. You know, um, it is very expensive to live here. And somehow um, as local people born and raised here, we've learned how to how to manage. Um, so uh, we've learned how to prioritize uh, personal income and earning Mm-hmm. and our personal earnings and mm-hmm. so at first it was it, that was ahead of me like I've got to make uh, more money in order to uh, take care of my family <clears throat> and then and then when that wasn't working right when it felt like it was a struggle I remembered that it's the wealth of relationships mm-hmm. and so I put the money part aside I put the money part aside and um, I just worked on how can I provide value to you? Whether or not I have the solution, my competitor or perceived competitor has a solution mm-hmm. or a whole other company has a solution. I am just going to scan my feeds, look for questions and provide solutions even if I don't make one penny out of it mm-hmm. or even if nobody even knows. And so that's what I started doing, like providing value mm-hmm. to others so that they could get so that they could have solutions and and all I would get was a friend because they'll remember mm-hmm. means when I needed when I needed a solution, you gave me a solution. You didn't give me a pitch mm-hmm. or hey, go take a, take a look at my website. It was just all about here it is. Here's my experience. This is the person that um, 
you need to contact um i don't know this person i'm just a customer too or i don't know anything about this person right except the reviews that i've heard that this is a solution and so it is continuously providing value to others no matter what the question whether it's the question of what should i have to for lunch all the way down to you know i need someone uh for uh to build me a mobile application or i need someone to help me fix my website you know um whether it gets down to more professional um or or even like i need some parenting help what do you guys do right you know um and so just providing value that way uh, people will remember and um and and i just believe in like the more people i help that way uh, then the doors will open up for me where i where i need them to open up and it has it has worked out that way um and i'm so grateful that it has uh, and it's just um every time it works that way i i get so excited and so amazed like it's the first time mm-hmm. you know like oh my gosh givers games really works you know giving to others without expectation right you know and 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 and, and making and creating business for other companies it really does work in the long run because a door does open for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know at the right at the right timing and um with, with the right um monetary and financial package that i need to take care of you know my family and allow us um to grow so it's um it's not anything you can grab it's it's in your beingness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's in your beingness and and everyone has it Yes, and, and finding finding the uh, approach to do that, finding the time to do that, finding the right things to search for, to find the people who you are more likely than not able to help, that seems to me to be the trickiest part. Because once, you're, once you've done it for a while and you know what to say or where to find those people, you can kind of put it on, you know, a little bit of a system in place, but getting to that point, it seems to me is the greatest challenge, would you say? Yes. And so, um, and, and then, it, and then it becomes, um, you know, like it, when you're, when you're providing value, providing value, providing value, right. And creating a, a, a habit for yourself. Um, sometimes in my experience, what has happened is, uh, the, the receiver has created this habit of receiving from me, right. Then the expectation becomes, where's my solution needs? Right. You didn't you didn't see my post, you know, <laughs> or, you know, like because we're in a relationship now and and it's it's I have to maintain that relationship, except there's this um, this delicate balance of, OK, I started this relationship as I'm giving you receiving um, and then uh, somehow you shifted to expecting to receive from me. Mm. Right. So, okay. so how do I, you know, so that's that's another challenge. Um, and then yet. um and then finding someone, right? So if this person shifts to this expectation of me, then I, I I need to find someone in the internet world or anywhere in my life um, to replace this person, right? Because and not replace them like I'm never going to connect with them again. However, bring in this different kind of energy. Mm-hmm, Let mm-hmm. me find the energy from someone, and then that that becomes challenging because um, when you when I talk about energy, you know, uh, you experience it um face to face right and i'm doing this all digitally and so i rely on the content the the way that uh, i can observe them having conversations with other people and then their results <clears throat> of relationships and so i'll look at the mutual friends and be like okay you know look so donna is 
is a mutual friend with them and and I'll, I'll look for a conversation between how you interact with this person because I kind of know you and I when I mean no I, mean, I say it in quotes mm-hmm. it's because I've observed you I've I've watched your children grow up mm-hmm. you know oh, I've gosh. seen your business grow <laughs> you know I've seen your business grow and mm. so so I'm comfortable okay uh with that and so if if I see you engaging with another person in such a way that we engage um then that that person uh, gets more weight mm-hmm. um and uh, I can see mm. that that person is is adding value right uh, in some way I want to connect with that person versus if there's someone who uses the the, the best hashtags right they use leadership mm-hmm. and right. entrepreneurship and innovation yet right. I d- I don't see um any type of relationship being built yeah. it's just con- it's just content yeah. uh then I then I move along it's a, that's a different kind of energy and so if if people in my life they shift their energy that's okay you're still in my life yeah. I just need to I just need to find someone with the energy we started with just to kind of uh balance out the two different ones so I'll continue to give mm-hmm. to the person that's expecting mm-hmm. as well as this new energy that I'm introducing uh to uh, my community. Gosh, you know, there's you know. so much um, yeah. human behavior and psychology, um, yes. I, I'm thinking, goes into this. And, you know, I'm cracking up a little bit because you said you have watched my children grow up. And I'm thinking, oh, yes. You know what? You have, and I've watched yours. And what's <laughs> what's amazing about that is that it matters to me and I don't really know you. And I, you yes. know, I can't, that sounds so odd to say, and I don't know if it comes across uh, in a strange way uh, when people are listening here, but I'm, I'm guessing that every single person who's listening understands that you have a relationship with someone that you've met online that feels important to you and it feels significant and you would miss it if it wasn't there. Yet you hesitate to say that you actually know the person. And I don't yes. know if the only the only thing that can make that happen is the internet. It's weird. It's yes. weird, but it's also wonderful. And I've watched your business grow, Pono Media. I've been connected with you on Facebook. And just so I, I want to use this moment between us to share with others that the, the that our meaning in terms of our lives transcends entrepreneurship to have the business be a vehicle for creating something that's very special that no one can anticipate in advance, which may or may not lead to business, but which always leads to satisfaction and contentment. Yes. And in the end, um, it's, it's, it truly is. Um, and, and because you talk about wealth, right. I, I really thought about yeah. this. Um, yeah. Since you connected me, you know, like if you, if you asked me, you know, 10 years ago, uh, even me in my twenties, uh, I, I would have said wealth is money yeah. and nothing else, yes. and nothing else. And today, um, wealth is relationships, mm. right? First, it is relationships, and you know, there's no monetary value on that. I mean, we could, I could track, um, you know, goodwill. You know, it's it's hard to measure goodwill. I could figure out an algorithm or something, except. Um, it is. It is what's valuable. It is. It is what matters when I'm no longer here. Uh, is the mm-hmm. relationships that I that I created. It's the memories that I'm going to leave. Um, you know, with my children. It's the stories that are going to be told. And one of my favorite stories, Donna, mm-hmm. uh, that you posted about your son. This was years ago, and until this day, when I think about it, I still laugh because I remember he was getting on a plane to take a trip. Uh-huh. 
and his flight was nonstop. Uh-huh. And he told you, if it's nonstop, how do I get off? Right? Oh, yes, yes. Right. How do I get off? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's never going to stop. We're stuck on a plane. It's, it's never going to stop, Mom. How do I get off? And I thought, that is brilliant yeah. because we as adults, we create <laughs> words and names for things, right? Right, um, right, and right. kids are so literal. Right? Like, so how <laughs> do I get funny. off the plane, Mom? It's never going to stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop. I had completely forgotten about that. He's 11 <laughs> years old now. That was quite some time ago. Um, yes. So, and, and so what we're describing here, and, and, you know, this is like the core, as you just said, wealth is relationships to you now, not something that you would have described in those terms when you started your business. And so being able to translate that definition of wealth into the kind of wealth or income that you need to sustain your business, that seems to me to be, again, that's the part that requires the practice and the hit or miss and the try this and try that, right? Is that something that it just doesn't come? It doesn't fall out of the sky. It's something that you have to create as you go. Yes, you have to. um, I I always, I tell uh, uh, my different cohorts or, mentees or just anyone right as an entrepreneur as a leader mm-hmm. you have to be attractive right you have to be attractive and so they look at me and said i know it sounds so shallow but that's not what i'm talking about mm-hmm. you have to be magnetic mm-hmm. right where okay. you can pull you can pull in people uh, just with your presence right with your smile they want to know like who is that you know when you're in a room and somebody walks in and you're like wow who is that yeah and it's yeah. just because it's it's who they are, right? It's their their presence, their beingness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you're attracted to that, right, people will come. You have to be able to give them something of value when you open your mouth, yeah. um, when you look at them, when you listen, when you learn more about them. And so for me, um, I've learned some hard lessons <clears throat> since being in business um, and, and, and how I be in certain situations. Um, you know, I could easily say like what's, so-and-so was rude to me, except um, I checked my my own energy at that moment. And I said, well, you know, I wasn't at the top of my game. Mm-hmm. And therefore, and therefore, I attracted that to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and um, it is hit or miss because we're talking about relationships and we're talking about human beings. And we change our mind all the time. We do. And we change our moods. Yes. You know, and we're not. Yeah. And we're not perfect. Um, yeah. And then we have, you know, it, circumstances will will affect how we be. Um, and so and so for me, a lot of it is um, I just don't stop. Right. I continue to pursue other relationships and open myself up and I continue to start my relationships with mm-hmm. seeing other people greater, greater than they see themselves. Right. I start with that. Like you're amazing. And and yeah. yeah. And you're even better than that. You know, yeah. like I see you even yeah you know, in that epic kind of awesome. And, and how do we get you there? Right. Right. And, and I felt, I felt that from you. I felt that from you from, from the beginning. And I just want to pause for a second and and go back quickly to what you just said about being attractive and don't mean, don't mean, uh, you know, cover model attractive. You're not talking about that at all. And the, the magnetism that you're talking about is not about how you, uh, how your headshot looks or whatever. It's more about something that flows from the inside that people can connect with, which also naturally then connects them with whatever product or service you have to offer that might help them. Right. Um, 
in in Hawaiian the word is called na'al from your na'al uh it is your it is your your spirit your your beingness your soul if you will uh, different cultures have different names from it except that's where you pull in all your energy right and it's like right. the the light the light from your na'al is so strong that that people can see it when you walk in Yes, and when being able to room, when you're communicating online, mm -hmm. right, people can see that light or feel that energy from your Facebook content, from an Instagram photo. Yes, they just know. And so the challenge and the practice, the habit that we want to get into as small business owners, is to fine tune how we translate that out into the world, so that we can connect with the people who need to see it. So we can help them with whatever we have to offer. Yes. You know, it's um, so so you become a light, right? You're this beacon. How do you point your light mm -hmm. to the right to the right, right to the right community? Right. In order to, to lead them uh, towards you. Yes. And sometimes it's just kind of, you know, you can start out by casting your net wide, especially if you're new. Right. Yeah. Cast your net wide. Make your light as bright as possible. And then as you're learning, oh, I know exactly where to navigate my light now, right? You learn that through through uh, practition, like through right. through using your tools, right? To being yourself, uh, and and right. And once you're able to, um, once you're able to do that, yeah. then you're able to set up different beacons of light, right? So so for myself, for people on my team, right? I've taught them like it's like you have to become attractive. I don't want everybody to just keep coming to names in portal media, right? We're building a team, and so I want them to come to you mm. uh, as as well. And so uh, within the company, we do a lot, a lot of uh, personal and professional development. Yes. Um, we are very open in what is happening um, uh, in our in our hearts, uh, in our relationships. And so, you know, when people ask me, like, you know, what's the biggest thing, right, that I worked on? And I said, you know, the biggest thing I worked on was um, my relationship with my sisters. Mm. Even though I was experiencing these moderately um, su moderate successes in Pono Media, and it was growing steadily and in a way that it was pleasing for me, um, and we were scaling, um, uh, my relationship with my sisters was almost non-existent. You know, and um, I knew that it didn't matter how much relationships I I built with new people or um, I uh, improved with others. Um, these are my sisters, mm -hmm. and um, and as and as alpha and as strong as my light is, my sisters, man, they are <laughs> they are some leaders, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so, wonderful. Uh, so I had, you know, I had some fear in that. Um, however, uh, approaching them and just saying like, "Hey, um, we could spend the rest of our lives going back and forth, and we'd both be right." I'd like to suggest leave mm -hmm. all of that behind and let's move forward mm -hmm. and uh and I explain to them part of my plan and everything I've been working on has to do and my legacy that I work on has to do, ha includes your children too Aww. you know come along right and so yeah. just like that instantly back in you know forget about whatever it was that irritated us before and um since mm -hmm. then uh, my personal confidence so knew me when me when you know I I still had that in me mm -hmm. you know uh, that ah you know, uh, and, and I really had to clean up my own heart uh, completely. Um, and so with my team and, and anyone that I work with, we always work on like, so what's that relationship in your personal life mm -hmm. that you need to clean up, that you oh need to fix, goodness. that you need to heal, 
in order for the doors to open up, right? And so, um, you know, I've seen, um, you know, people will be reunited with their parents, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. heal with their exes, you know, um, really clean up relationships with former partners. And then once that's healed, and it's not that they're going to become best friends again. Mm -hmm. It's just having closure and like true taking true ownership of the situation, the relationship, and then closing it, hugging it out. And it's amazing how when that is healed, all of the doors that start to open, you know, um, because yeah. I mean, if you think about it, right, if you're carrying around, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, stuff from your past, right? Like, and, right. and let's just say like, it's, it's a piece of fruit yeah. and we're carrying around and that fruit is rotten. And now it's like 10 years old rotten, you know, and, and it's still with you. It's on your shoulder, you know, in your pocket, it's smelling. Right. And, and it's, um, and it's cutting off your energy to become completely attractive, right? It's uh, it's yeah. repelling the the magnetism, and so if you just got rid of that stinking fruit, then you'd become more attractive, right? The energy will flow in, and and basically that's how that's how I look at it, right? When doors are not opening for me, I look inward first. All right, where is it along my journey uh, that I'm not keeping my word? Where is it along my journey that um, perhaps I need to uh, recheck and um, find gratitude in? You know, maybe I didn't appreciate the whole situation. I only I only wanted to appreciate the good things. I didn't appreciate even the challenge that that came with it. And and each time that I do that, opportunities uh, are abundant. Uh, more relationships come into my life, and you know, even something. Um, as wonderful as doing this interview um, has and this opportunity for me to share my story and my message um, is something I know that I attracted. And so it's very it's powerful, just, it's, yeah. it, you know, and, and it's, it's so amazing that I, I I'm pausing because I'm, I'm sinking. I'm glad I get to listen to this again because I'm trying to absorb it as I'm also trying to, you know, do a podcast. So yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. so special what you're describing, not at all what we planned. But the energy has just uh, flown in this way, um, flowed in this way. And I, I'm, I'm enjoying hearing you describe how it comes full circle to what you're saying at the very beginning, you were saying that you learned from your father, that your choices are what direct your life and your choice to reach out to your sisters and, and make those changes, your choice to, um, you know, reach out and, and give Guy Kawasaki your phone number, which must have felt incredibly odd uh, all those years ago. Um, and, and, and our relationship, which has developed in such an unpredictable and sort of odd way, I have to say. Um, but following that and enjoying that and not questioning it and just really being content with it is something that I think just takes practice and you become ultimately a little bit more comfortable with it as you go. And needs we just we need to have like a part two, but we, we can't have it right now. I wish we could tell us where we can go, where are the best places to follow you, because I just want my listeners to know that the energy that you feel from Neens right now is the energy that you will experience. You, you may not believe me, but you it will come through 
the Instagram post. It will come through the Facebook post. It will, you'll be able to feel it. It's one of the most tangible things I've ever experienced. And it is, in fact, I would say it is a spiritual experience and one that is quite unexpected in my life. So Neens, tell us where we can go to follow you and connect with you and maybe even uh, come and hear you speak sometime. How do we get that information? Uh, the best place to uh, follow me is on Instagram at Neens Faleafide. And then uh, connect with me on Facebook, uh, backslash uh, Faleafine. It is, um, and and on both, I have my mobile number. So you can also call me if you need to. Um, I make myself very available uh, to anyone in the world. Just remember the time zones. Hawaii wakes up last in the world. Yes, it's <laughs> <So>. true. <laughs> Wow, Nines Faliafine, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing some of your insights, your, your definition of wealth, and really just your your approach to appreciating relationships and creating that kind of energy in our lives. We really appreciate it. And we've got to get out there to enjoy some of that uh, envious sunshine and, and blue skies that you have out there in Hawaii. Well, it's easy to get in touch with me when, when you folks want to come out. Just let me know. We'll have a big, uh, we call it paino or a backyard party um, at our place and just kind of enjoy the local delicacies. Let the kids run around in the yard and have fun and uh, just connect. We love love the sound of that. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Aloha. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. And if so, won't you send me some love? I would love it if you would tweet a little bit about how you enjoy the show. You can just go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash love. And when you do that on Twitter, just click the tweet key and it will tweet a little message of love and encouragement to me. I would so appreciate that. And if we can do anything to improve the show, if you'd like to see specific guests or specific topics, let me know that too. There's a contact link on our website at IndieBusinessNetwork.com and you can share anything that you'd like to see on future episodes. I'll see you on the next episode of Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder and create the life you love.